Hello and welcome back to episode 14, I think, of Cliteracy. Maybe it's 13, I'm not totally sure. We have a very fun episode in store for you, and by we, I literally just mean me. I'm sorry, it's another solo episode. Um, Times have been a little crazy lately, and I haven't actually been able to... I don't know, I haven't been able to situate, situate myself. Um, so we've been having a lot of soul episodes. It's going to be a good one though. I'm, I'm really excited for this one. A lot of things have happened. A lot of things have happened that I cannot tell you about, honestly. Just I know that some of you guys who do um, follow me on Instagram, you know that I posted a video where I was just like, hey, there's going to be some changes to cliteracy that I'm not necessarily happy about, but I have to make. It really sucks that I have to do that and I really can't go deep into it, but just know that I'm not super happy about it. Um, but I still think like, obviously I'm still here. I'm still shining. That's a really weird way to put it. I'm still here and I'm being honest and open with you guys as always. And I do truly cherish this podcast and I love you guys so much. And yeah, that's all I got to say. So, <laughs> okay. So basically let's get into it. Um, Today's episode is going to be all about just communication and communication in the bedroom. And this is something that I have struggled with in the past. And it's something that I have definitely talked about, I've talked about the importance of it. I've talked about why it's important. Why did I just repeat that. Um, but <laughs> I think it is definitely a really important thing. And I think sometimes that it gets brushed over when you're having sex. And in the past, when I've talked about it, like I've kind of shared my experiences. I mean, if you guys have listened to episode two, y'all definitely know I did not communicate. Um, and then also my episode with my friend Aliza, and we just kind of talked about like how there are certain situations where we just feel this need or like this pull to just kind of like lay there and be quiet and just like carry on as normal um, and not really voice what's going on. And that's not really the best mindset, especially when you're having sex with a person. Like you deserve to have fun as well. Unless like, okay, whenever I talk about this, like I never mean like in like the domination and like submissive sense where it's like, you shouldn't be dominated in the bedroom. Like we're all equal. Like I do mean that. Like if your kink is that, or if you're into that, like, hey, I'm into it too. I freaking get it. But there's more to it. I mean, like if you're not getting something out of it in partnership with the person that you're having sex with, you deserve more and you deserve to speak up and to be like, hey, th this is what I want. Yada, 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 yada. And so this episode is going to be all about that. Um, so I guess we're just gonna roll into it. Sorry. I just want to make sure that everything is working out because last time my audio got really freaking goofed up and it made me so sad because I take really great pride in making sure that this is the best that it can be production wise. And it was not last weeks or two weeks ago. So I was very upset, but okay. So let's get into it. Apparently I have a really breathy voice when I talk on clitoris you guys, which I totally don't mean to, but I totally know that I have it. Um, and so like, I'm always like editing out my breaths whenever I edit the episodes. And so if I just sound like I'm talking nonstop and I'm not taking a single breath. It's because I'm literally kind of insecure about like my clitoris voice is what I like to call it. My little podcast voice. I guess the way I'm going to get started with this one is just like in general one thing that I've noticed with a lot of my friends is that they they've never really voiced what they want in the bedroom and this is something that I've also really struggled with I've never been able to voice that what the other day uh, my friend actually gave me a call and was like hey like I just came back from this dude's house and you know like it was fine it was okay like it was all right and I was like okay like okay what what's going on what's wrong she's like well like I couldn't get wet and I think there's just something wrong with my vagina like I think there's just something wrong with me like I, I couldn't get wet and he was really trying and yada 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 like he was he was doing his 
his best and I just couldn't get wet. Like, I think it was something wrong with me. And it was really interesting for me to hear like that train of thought immediately after because I was like, wow, it's so crazy to see that so many of us have been conditioned to think like the way that we react to things is wrong. Like societally, like I feel like we've been conditioned into believing that. And I know it's something that I've been conditioned into believing. Oh, like I don't react in this way or oh, this might be a little different for me and that's not okay. But the beauty of sex and the beauty that I always talk about on this podcast is that like each person you're your own individual. Like you're going to be new at sex no matter who you're having sex with. You could have sex with like, I mean, I don't really like numbers and I don't like body counts, but if you've had like a quote unquote, if you're an experienced quote unquote person when it comes to sex and you've had a lot of sex with a lot of people, that doesn't mean that you're going to be an expert, if that makes sense. Because like, yes, you might be good at sex. Like I, I like to think that I'm pretty good at sex, but I mean, every single person that you have sex with, you have to relearn their bodies. You have to relearn what they like or not even re, but you have to learn about their bodies and you have to learn about what they like. And you have to learn about how you connect with them and how you guys communicate and whatever it may be. And so it's really interesting whenever I hear this idea of like, oh, well, it's my fault. Oh, there's just something wrong with my vagina. Oh, there's just something wrong with me. And it's like, no, there's not. Maybe there was a lack of communication. Yes. But that doesn't mean that there's wrong something wrong with you necessarily. And that was something that I actually used to hold on to like way before I started this podcast. And I mean, it's still like a learning process for me. I still sometimes struggle like communicating in the bedroom. It's it's a really scary thing for me. I get in my own head, whatever it may be. I remember like way back before I started this podcast, I was deathly afraid to be like, oh, I don't like that. Oh, that hurts. And I, there were times where I was just like, I need this to be over with because I'm in pain. But at the same time, I don't want to say something and make him feel sad or him feel insecure or him feel bad for her hurting me or whatever it may be. And I would just like get into this mindset where I was like, I just need this to be over. Like I need this to be over. I mean, obviously I enjoy having sex, but I'm not enjoying it at this particular moment because I'm in pain or I'm not liking this or whatever it may be. And I know that I've talked about this before where I was just like, oh, like, okay, when I'm done with sex, I'll just up the moaning. I'll go up the moaning and I'll pretend that everything's all fine and dandy when it's really not. And that was how I used to walk through life or walk through like any sexual journey with a person. I don't know how to freaking put that. But there is such an importance to being able to like genuinely communicate with a person and actually being able to like feel safe and comfortable with a person. And I think that's such an interesting concept because like I think that whenever I talk about like being safe and being comfortable and like feeling like a connection, even if it's just an emotional connection with a person, I don't necessarily mean like you need to be in a relationship with that person. And I'm not out here like you need to find a boyfriend or a girlfriend or someone or a partner. Like I'm not saying that you need to do that in order to actually have good sex but I'm saying that there needs to be like some foundation in which you feel respected and you feel comfortable and you feel safe because there have been times where like I mean think back to episode two I did not feel comfortable and I did not feel safe with the person that I was having sex with and it just was not the best vibe for me and I'm sure that there are many instances in which like you can think back on to a moment even if it was like just like not just you having sex with the person but like just having sex or like a one night stand or a fling or something and you just didn't get the most out of it because you just didn't feel safe and that's such a weird interesting way of like putting it because I I don't necessarily mean like you did you felt pushed or like manipulated into something I mean if you did I'm not invalidating your experiences in any way but it's kind of hard to convey this idea of feeling emotionally safe and emotionally comfortable with the person that you're having sex with even if there's no relationship involved hopefully you guys will get what I'm saying while I'm trying to communicate that and like I said I've never really felt like that before before this podcast before starting this journey 
obviously like as I've grown into myself and I've grown into an understanding of like communication in the bedroom I definitely feel different but prior to clitoracy I just never felt that way and I know a lot of my friends actually still struggle with this idea of like okay well let me just get this done or you know I'm not really getting wet but like it's my fault or you know I hated that he did this but I just wanted it to be done or I don't want him to think that I'm asking for too much or I don't want him to think that I'm annoying or whatever the lie that you're telling yourself or trying to convince yourself of to like not speak up in the bedroom that's a problem and that's a problem that I really struggled with and that I see a lot of my friends struggling with and so I guess today I'm just going to be walking you through some ways to enhance communication in the bedroom I hope you guys know that like communicating while having sex it's so important it's a really important thing having an emotional connection regardless of what label is like with you and that person is important and one of the things that like I always talk about personally is like I love to laugh during sex it's my favorite thing laughing during sex to me is like a sign of some connection in one way or another like if you're able to laugh that means that you feel free in a sense you feel loosey like loosey-goosey is that a phrase I don't know did I just make that up I don't know people say I make up phrases a lot I find my phrases freaking hilarious but a lot of people don't like them but it's fine you're still listening to this podcast anyways so when you can laugh to me that's a sign that like there might still be nerves but there's a sense of ease there's a sense of openness between you and the person that you're having sex with and it doesn't feel so closed off and that's something that I've really struggled with is like feeling closed off from the person whether it was like my fault or like maybe like they were closed off or whatever maybe not like necessarily my fault but maybe it was just something like in that moment I was like ooh, like I'm nervous I'm scared like I'm insecure about this whatever it may be um and <laughs> giddy up guys because one of the things I'm going to be talking about is yes insecurity and yes insecurity in the bedroom take a shot every single time I have mentioned the word freaking insecurity on this damn podcast I know you guys I sound like a broken record but it's something that really does affect a lot of us and um so the first like important technique I would say quote unquote technique I actually called my mom up and I was like mom do you want to help me out with um some things for this episode and she's like literally in a hobby lobby and she's like sending me voice recordings like okay now talk about this and talk about this so thanks mom appreciate it um but what I was going to say basically the first is to recognize that you have a safe partner and whatever the sense of that may be and um it's kind of hard not kind of hard but when you're like looking for what a safe partner may be you have to you have to first and foremost like look at them as the person and you also have to look at yourself um because a lot of the times like a big part of like communication and like having that connection having good sex with a person is like them actually being there and like kind of it's kind of generated from the man in one way or another like obviously you have to feel like they are truly coming from a good place or like they have your best interests or like they are going to keep you quote-unquote safe or secure if that makes sense like they they're coming from a place of like wanting to get you off if that makes sense like it's a genuine understanding of where their intentions are in the bedroom which is such a weird way to put it but it's the only way I can describe it and so part of like the whole finding a quote-unquote safe partner or someone that you feel like you can open up to while having sex in like one way or another (laughs) little joke for you um is seeing that and recognizing that in them because at the end of the day like if they're being a dick and they're just like oh I want to get myself off or I want to do this or yada 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 or like this is my goal in mind and I don't really care how I get there sort of thing. Obviously, like, you're not going to be able to communicate very well. This has to happen on, like, both levels 
or like both from like both people. And so the second, and then like, that's what I'm saying. Like the other side of that coin is that like you actually need to look at yourself if that means makes sense. So something has to be generated by you, like by you coaching yourself through like your mindsets and understanding of what you like and what you want and stuff like that. And then also coming from him or her or whomever you may be having sex with. So first of all, you need to like meet in the middle and you need to have that dialogue and you need to be able to notice that. And second of all, you need to see like, okay, what are the things that I'm personally comfortable with? Where are the things where it's hard for me? Where are the things where like I need to kind of walk through them or there's something that I'm insecure about? Um, And I can actually think of, so one of the things for me is like, I am insecure about the way that my vagina looks. I don't know why. I don't know if any of you guys struggle with that. I've talked about it before. It's something that I'm insecure about. Um, I always thought that like, I, I just, I always thought something was wrong with it. And so I never wanted to have sex during the day. I don't necessarily like having sex during the light, like in the light and stuff like that. And it was really hard for me. Um, if I was like in the light, I always wanted to be under the covers. I just like, it's something that like I'm very closed off of. And, um, when, and one thing I noticed was like, most people didn't really get that if that makes sense. And I'm not saying like they should have, but what I'm saying is like when there's true communication between you and a person, you become in tune with one another. And it's really weird for me to say that, but like after, so uh, like in the past, there was this person that I hooked up with. It was different than like all the other people because there was like true communication happening, which I think is really interesting. And so like being able to look back and see the differences between like the people before him and then like having sex with him and now knowing like, okay, this is like what I should expect when I'm having sex with a person. And so one of the things that I notice is like when there's true conversation happening and when there's like true, like when there's a true feeling of like vulnerability and safeness, safe, it's such a weird way to put it, but when there's like that true connection when you're having sex and you're able to like like actually open up and be like okay like let me like let me you know let me have sex in the light or whatever it may be when you're able to do that they'll pick up on it if they're coming from that like true place that I talked about they'll pick up on it and they'll be in tune with you and that's such a weird way to describe it because prior to having sex like with this person in the past with all the people that I had sex before I like never felt that way like I literally never felt that way in the sense that like it what I had never felt like actually comfortable and open with discussing what I wanted and like with that communication and then noticing that like his, his the area in which he was coming from or the place he was coming from was different than all the other guys that I had sex with and seeing the differences in the way that he actually noticed the things that I was insecure about. When you're like uncomfortable with something, you kind of like unknowingly hide those in the bedroom and that's something that like I did like uh there are like uh, it's like if you're insecure about a body part you might not realize this but on some level or like in one way or another there are times where you're going to like unconsciously shift or like cover it up or like trying to like hide it or like even just like things like like clenching up and like kind of like closing off because you're like oh my god like you start to get in your own head and think about things like for me it was my vagina and like I said when they're in tune with you when you have that like like foundation of communication, they're going to pick up on that stuff and they're going to notice that stuff. And sometimes it helps that they notice that stuff because they're able to like, this is such a weird way to put it, but they're able to like speak life into it or like notice, notice those things and like take note of them and be like, yada, 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 yada. And that's actually what's happened to me in the past. And that was kind of a freaky experience to see like how tuned two people can be with one another when you're having sex, because I had never experienced that before. And it's still kind of 
of hard for me to wrap my mind around like when I look back and I think about it like like I said I'm insecure about my vagina and I remember one time he was like eating me out and he actually like bit the part of my vagina that I'm insecure about and was like fuck like you're gorgeous and I was like what the hell like that's so weird because I was literally thinking about how it's bright outside and I hate the light and I hate being in the light because of this specific part and he like literally immediately like probably 10 seconds after was like yada 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 and like and was able to like sense it and that's such a weird way of putting it but then I remember I like went and I talked to my mom and I was like this happened to me like I don't understand and she's like that's what happens when you actually like are able to feel open and willing to like communicate and share what you're insecure about because sometimes yes there's like the part of acknowledging your insecurities whether like it's like a physical insecurity or like I don't know um something that you might be feeling inside that you're insecure about and for me like it, it was a physical insecurity and being able to recognize that and notice that and then having someone acknowledge that without me ever being like hey I'm actually really scared about this or like I really don't like how this looks you know and noticing that in-depthness or that being able to feel in tune like that um and so like I said one of the biggest things is to like recognize the qualities of a safe partner the qualities of a partner that's actually willing and ready to communicate with you and being able to notice and see that and be like okay you know what I know that even if I'm insecure about something he's going to acknowledge it and he's not going to make me feel weird about it or make me feel down about it or like dismiss me or brush it off like he's going to genuinely acknowledge it in whatever way he might do that and that's something that happened to me and that was when I realized like that's the first step in communicating is being able to notice that the person you're with has the right intentions in no matter what the form may be like because like I said this goes beyond relationships it's not just like a relational thing like I fucked this dude you know like it was not like oh my god like we dated yeah 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 it wasn't like that the second way or the second technique or the second step I guess you could say is to just use your words and that's such a hard freaking concept because I am speaking from damn experience and I'm sure some of you guys have felt the same exact way it is hard to communicate what you want it's something that I literally still struggle with um it's hard to be like, okay, this is what I like and this is what I don't like about sex. And it's also hard to be like, okay, this is what I like and this is what I don't like about my body. Like there are some times, like some things, like I said, that might seep in unconsciously without you realizing it. And this is something that I've actually talked about a lot. Once again, feeling like a broken record, but it is so easy for things to slip into the bedroom subconsciously or unconsciously or without your knowledge because I don't know, it just does. It just happens. And one of those things are literally like insecurities about your body. Like, like I said, there are times and there are moments where I'm sure you have unknowingly shifted or done something or like tried to hide something um, because you have felt insecure about that. And like, I'm not trying to be like, you're insecure. Stop that. Actually, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Like you should, you should stop that. But I get like how freaking hard it is because it's something that I still struggle with, especially when you're like in an intimate setting with a person. It is so easy to like get into your own damn head. Like for me, like sometimes I'm like, oh, my hip dips or like my stretch marks or like whatever it may be. And then I mean, like, listen, I'm fucking gorgeous. Like, you're fucking gorgeous as well. We're all gorgeous. We're all gorgeous human beings. But it's really easy to get into your own head. And so one of the things is, like, acknowledging maybe what you don't and what, what you don't like and what you like about your body. And also acknowledging what you like and what you don't like about your um about sex. And so, like, there are times where, like, it is so important that you actually explore yourself and take the time to get to know yourself on, like, a sensual level, if that makes sense. Like, fucking masturbate. Because it's easy for you 
to pinpoint what works for you and what doesn't if you know what works for you and what doesn't. And that's also something that I've struggled with because I grew up in a very Christian setting. I grew up thinking that like premarital sex was wrong and like sex was wrong. Why did I just say that? Like masturbation was wrong and sinful and things like that. And it's like, no, it's actually needed. Like if you want to have good sex and know like what works for you and what doesn't like are you more of a person who needs clit stimulation or do you like to be fingered or like what what works for you what doesn't like do you have a like I don't know how to explain it but just like things like that like being able to know like what genuinely works for you what hurts for you like it's important and on one way or another you actually need to be able to pinpoint it yourself get to know yourself get to know your vagina get to understand yourself and like actually be able to communicate and directly be like no that's not where my clit is no yada 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 no yada 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 things like that the second part of that step is you actually have to be brave you guys and that i know it's hard i know it's so fucking hard because i struggle with it all the time and i have a friend you guys know her she's been on the podcast before but she is like so she's so freaking brave and like wonderful and she's like no that's not how I like it or no you need to do this or no like I expect to actually get off tonight and you know I have struggled with that I definitely have it's hard to be brave especially when it feels like we have been conditioned to not use our own voice and okay let me add a little asterisk sign or like a little footnote and say that like we've been conditioned not to use our own voice but we have been conditioned to vocalize and I don't know if any of you guys have ever caught on to this but we have we've been kind of like taught or like I at least I've been taught that like moaning and groaning and things like that are like a way to communicate and in one way or another they definitely are but that isn't always helpful or clear for the person that you're having sex with like I remember I can think back on one time where like I was having sex with a person and it was actually really hurting me and I was like hoping that he would be able to tell by the way that like I was groaning he did not he thought that I was enjoying it and so he continued to do that and I was like fuck that really fucking hurts and it's important that you actually like vocalize it and not use like moaning and groaning as a way to portray something that might hurt or something that might feel good because it isn't clear and it's like I said it's something that I struggled with at the beginning of the episode I talked about how like there are days where I'll literally just be like okay let me just up the moaning and up the groaning that way he thinks I'm getting off and then he can stop because I just don't want to do it like I'm just in too much pain or I just don't like this or I just like nothing's happening for me and my vagina feels like it's being rubbed raw that sort of thing and so One of the things that is so important is acknowledging that we need to use our voices or acknowledging that we have a voice and then actually using our voice in the bedroom. And then like for anyone who might actually need like, okay, what are ways that I can tangibly communicate? Um, Some of the things that I do is like, first and foremost, I kind of, sometimes I guide. So I'll use like my fingers or like, I'll like, like kind of guide him to like where I want him to be, if that makes sense. So like sometimes I'll grab his hand and I'll like guide it down to wherever it needs to be. Um, and that's that's a good way if like that's it's a little harder for you to use your voice. Um, also like offering brief instructions, which is a weird way to put it, but like sometimes I'm like like I'm like oh like more or like keep going or whatever like faster you know like faster slower harder whatever it may be um and so like those are important like that can also be a way to help like or being just like oh I like that like oh I liked that because I've actually done that before I was like oh I liked that like can you do that again and then like they get all giddy because they're like oh she liked that um that's happened before or that's something that I've used um there's also things that like 
when you're having these conversations and when you're using your voice, like you can do these conversations outside of the bedroom. Sometimes it can be extremely overstimulating when you're trying to do this all at once and you're trying to be like, this is what I like, but you're like in the middle of sex and it's it's just hard. It can be it can be hard to engage and actually communicate your thoughts and feelings. Um, and so one of the things that I would recommend is like sometimes it's helpful if you do, it's called like the kitchen table sex talk. So it's like you don't have to have this talk while having sex. You can have it outside of the bedroom or outside of the area where you're gonna fuck. You can have it at the quote-unquote kitchen table or just like basically outside. Like you, it doesn't have to be in like a sexual context or a sexual environment or whatever, however you would word that. And so like one of the things that I would recommend is just talking about it before. Like I can think back to this one time I was having sex with this person and we were literally at, I think like we were like by the pool or something or like we were like, I don't know where, I think we were out to eat actually. And he was like, I want to know like, do you like this? Like, do you like this? Like I'm trying, like, and he was like trying to figured out and it actually was like kind of shocking to me because no one has ever asked me that and I was like we're literally at fist or like we're wherever we're doing whatever the hell we're doing like I can't fucking remember and I was like and no one's ever asked me this and I'm kind of extremely confused but like he's asking me what I want and like why is he asking me what I want and I like couldn't answer him because I was so flabbergasted I was like um are you asking me what I want right now like are you actually taking the time do you see like how I get in my own head sometimes yeah but it can be a really helpful tool did I just say tool okay I meant a helpful tool Um, when you're looking at like gauging how they're reacting to what you might say. And once again, this can go back actually to that idea of like feeling safe or comfortable with the person. Um, because like one of the things is like you can, you can pick up on the way that they're in taking information. You can pick up on the way that they're actually like what's digesting the, whatever you're giving them. Um, and so sometimes it helps when you can like, not even just about sex, but like you can even just talk about like what you're insecure about. And I know that seems like such a tough conversation conversation to have, but you're able to see like how they'll respond in a non-sexual conversation or moment. It will tell you like basically all you need to know about how they'll be with your vulnerabilities or how they'll be in the bedroom or things like that. And so like when you use your voice in those types of context where like maybe it's not like, well, obviously use your voice when you're having sex, but if you like actually want to like be an adult... (laughs) I guess, or be like mature or whatever, because it took me a long time to get to that freaking point. But like when you actually want to sit down and be like, okay, like I want to talk about this and I want to actually share what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking and stuff like that, you want to be able to use your voice and you need to recognize that your voice is fucking powerful and that you are powerful and that you're literally amazing and that you have not like I guess a responsibility to yourself to like actually get off and I mean like not like a responsibility but you are deserving of like having a good time you are deserving of that and sometimes we trick ourselves into not thinking that or into thinking that we're not and so I think it's important to once again recognize your voice and then also have those conversations and to make sure that like you feel it, like you're in a safe environment you feel like you're in an environment where you're going to be respected or where like your intent like where your needs are actually going to be met or where your wants are actually going to be met and where you're going to leave feeling satisfied and so like I said talk about it before I mean I think like communication is so important it's so important and I think also it's like I genuinely do believe that there has to be like some level of a connection between you and the person you're having sex with. I don't think it needs to be like a crazy, like your head over heels, your soulmates, you were one in a past life or whatever it may be. But I think like it's important to have that emotional connection. I don't know if any of you guys feel the same way, but I think it's important to have that emotional connection because like sometimes it's not just about the techniques. Like I said, like there are times where like like even the most quote unquote experienced person, you're still going to feel like 
a little bit as if like a baby bird like being kicked out of the nest because like when you are with a new person and when you're having that moment with a new person or where you're like engaging in a new experience it can be wildly different than anything that you've had before like every single person is different their bodies are different their nerve endings are different the way that they react to things are different what gets them off is different and so it's so hard to be like oh I can go and like basically do my whatever the hell I do with every single person and not run into a single problem because I'm amazing and I'm wonderful and yada 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 like no like you actually need to take the time and communicate and have those conversations and whatever I mean even other things like when you're communicating is like expressing what you desire and what you want like you might not love talking about sex but it is important to do that it's important to be like okay like I like this and I like when you do this and I mean I mean I'm even thinking back to that time like I was I think I'm pretty sure it was breakfast or something I was just sitting and like the person was asking me about like all these things that I liked and I was like oh my god my fucking pancakes like (laughs) it was it was hard for me but it was an important conversation to have and like hell I'm speaking from experience like it was a fucking important conversation to have because I'm pretty sure like if it hadn't have been for that foundation of like wanting to communicate and like actually wanting to be like mature about it or like coming from a mature point of view like I'm pretty sure it would have just ended in me like laying there and been like okay like when is this over let me up my moaning let me just go through like let me hit all the checks let me moan his name here and then do this and like maybe like shake a little and like you know convince him that I'm having a good time you're worth so much more than that and like I said it took me a long time to realize that I was worth more than that being able to be vulnerable in a bedroom and I think that's such a hard thing because like when you're having sex with a person that's one of the most vulnerable places that you could ever be in Um, and vulnerability allows you to like actually either explore yourself or explore another person like I said being able to have those conversations being able to look at yourself and be like okay what do I like what do I enjoy what being able to actually sit down or lay down or whatever may be and be vulnerable with one another can be a very 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 good thing um this is a little bit of a shorter episode because I mean like I said there's changes happening to clitoracy and I can't really talk about it and I can't really get into it yada 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 um but I hope that you feel like you were able to get something from this I mean honestly the the one thing that I would leave you with is just to be nice be patient be kind be supportive be helpful um you are always growing you always have the opportunity to grow and learn and honestly you deserve a lot when you're having sex and you deserve to be able to actually come and you deserve someone who is able to be in tune with you and be able to recognize what might not be the best for you or or not just rec- not even just recognize but like be in tune in the sense that they're willing to actually like work with you which is such a weird thing to say like if you think about it it's like that shouldn't be such a huge request like hey I'm asking you to work with me here like that shouldn't be a huge request but sometimes it is sometimes it can literally like make or break because there are some people who get really stuck in their ways especially when it comes to sex and they believe like oh their way is the highway or high road or whatever maybe and if like you're not down with it they're not down with with you and I think it's really interesting that like there are so many of us who are like we just want to come though and like it seems like a huge thing basically all I have to say to that is stop having sex with those people know your worth speak up for yourself know that you're powerful know your voice have those open conversations I know it can sometimes be like the hardest conversation ever and also take the time to find someone that you truly feel like you can open up to and be comfortable with um because I'm not gonna lie to you it changes life and it changes sex when you're able to do that And I definitely felt that and I feel like 
now there's a plane going over us. As someone who has kind of been through, as my mom likes to say, the birth canal of sex started off like a little baby who was very scared to speak her mind. And now we're like kind of in the middle of it where I'm like, wow, like I actually have been in a situation where I was able to communicate with a person. And now that I know like moving forward, that's what I want, even though sometimes it still is extremely scary for me and extremely scary to think about. I think that's the beauty of it. And I hope that you guys are able to see the beauty of that um, and realize that, you know what, I'm going to take a stance for myself um, in one more than one way or another, you know, like if you want to be a freaking dominator in the bedroom. That was a really freaking weird way of putting it. Oh my gosh. Sorry. It's been quite a couple of weeks. I feel like I've been saying that like last episode, I was like, it's been such a couple of weeks. This episode's been such a couple of weeks. If you're feeling like it's kind of a hectic time in your life, just know that I'm here with you. Um, just know that if you need anything, I'm here with you. Um, uh, yeah, I don't really know what else to say other than if you have any questions or if you have any comments or concerns or whatever it may be, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm always here for you. Um, I hope you know that you are loved, you are cherished, you are wonderful, you're beautiful. Um, don't let people try and knock you down. Don't let people try and rain on your parade. Have good sex, have lots of it, communicate. I don't know. What else? What else? What else? What's, what else can I add? Uh, you're doing great in school. Don't think that you're not. I mean, if you're also not in school, Dude, I hope you're fucking traveling or something. I actually might be going to Antarctica. I'm pretty excited for that on another weird thing of stuff that I'm sharing with you. <laughs> okay, I think we're done. It's a little bit of a shorter episode today, but I love you guys. I hope you guys know you're loved, cherished, whatever. How many times have I, have I said that today? Take a shot. Okay, goodbye.